Good evening. Our top story tonight, Tyreek Hill is under investigation in Miami. He was involved in a confrontation. There was an allegation of assault and battery that took place on June 18th. We will get into that, what it means for Tyreek Hill, the Miami Dolphins, and Jalen Waddell. We also have updates on Aaron Rodgers, who will be speaking at a psychedelic concert, concert conference, and Trey Lance. Trey Lance couldn't be shipped by the 49ers. Sam Darnold may be the favorite to start unless Brock Purdy is healthy and more on player profiler today. As I said in the introduction, Tyree kills under investigation for an allegation of assault and battery. The alleged incident took place on June 18th, according to a tip received by Local 10 News. Local 10 News is the news organization that has been on this from the beginning, so we will be using them as our primary source. Hill got in some kind of disagreement with an employee of one of the charter companies based on Hallover Marina that apparently ended with Hill hitting the man. We have heard allegations that he slapped the man in the back of the head. Sources later told Local 10 News that Hill's group was fishing for tarpon from the dock at the marina, which is not allowed. Tarpon are protected in Florida. Those sources say the charter boat employee informed the group of the rule, which led to an argument and ended with Hill hitting the man in the back of the head. It's unclear if the man was injured, but on Monday, Miami-Dade police were seen at the marina, and on Tuesday, the department confirmed an investigation was underway involving Hill. Several experts said if Hill is charged, it will likely be for simple battery, a misdemeanor. Those experts denied reports that the alleged victim in this case isn't pressing charges and said even if that were the case, the police and Miami-Dade state attorney's office could pursue charges independently. So... All this means is that we've got a little bit more to wait. It very much sounds like the Devontae Adams incident where he shoved an employee at the Raiders game after a loss where tempers were flaring. Someone was heated and did something they shouldn't have. But that's all we know at this point. And based on... The simple battery, a misdemeanor. NFL probably not going to go for the full six-game suspension if they suspend him at all. The risk does come from the fact that Tyreek Hill has been investigated before, but he wasn't suspended by the NFL either. I don't think Tyreek Hill has missed any time due to suspension in the NFL. So if I had to guess, Tyreek Hill's not going to miss any time. There will be... Some investigation, we will keep you updated as it continues. The Dolphins are aware they will reserve comment at this time. But the fact that the police could pursue charges independently, that's the only thing that I'm really taking away from this. And the fact that the individual did not say they won't press charges. But again, this feels like a Devontae Adams type incident that didn't get caught on camera for now. It could have been caught on camera. We could get that footage later. But for now... This is all we know. We're not going to speculate on Tyreek Hill missing time. I don't imagine that he will. Maybe a game, maybe two. Not the full six games that we usually expect in cases of violence. But as for Jalen Waddle, if, if Tyreek Hill missed any time, Jalen Waddle 
has wide receiver one overall potential. He already does. He's not going to hit it because he would have to pass Tyreek Hill in the pecking order to do so. But 142 targets as a rookie resulted in 1,015 yards, only 9.8 yards per reception as a rookie for Jalen Waddle. He was more of an underneath threat because the offensive line was so bad that Tua had no time to get it downfield. So they had to turn Jalen Waddle into Deontay Johnson. This year, offense is opened up with Tyreek Hill, 1,356 yards this past season, 18.1 yards per reception, a completely different player in a completely different role, but just 116 targets. So Jalen Waddle, if Tyreek Hill missed any time, if Tyreek Hill missed an entire season, which he won't, but if he did, Jalen Waddle would absolutely be in the running to be a 2,000-yard receiver. The kid is special. He will pass Tyreek Hill eventually in the pecking order for the Dolphins, but any games that are missed by Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle will be the chalkiest chalk in DFS, and you will be thrilled you have him on your fantasy roster. I just, as of now, I don't expect any time to be missed, but we will keep you updated as things evolve. And we will keep you updated on all the goings on at Player Profiler, including with our friends, Rival Fantasy. Oh, baseball season's heating up. It's all about baseball right now. You know, eh, baseball, baseball. Yeah, baseball is the most exploitable of the sports, especially on Rival Fantasy, rivalfantasy.com. Go there now. They have the fantasy book where you can take over under a certain number of fantasy points, and they have challenges where you can take player X or player Y. I get great pleasure out of fading Mike Trout into oblivion. And then don't forget about Fantasy Bingo, where you can say, okay, I think Acuna's going to steal a base today. I think that Freddie Freeman's going to have two hits based on the matchup. The lefty-righty and the pitcher-quality matchups that you could exploit are unlike any other sport. Go to RivalFantasy.com. Use the promo code PLAYER. They refund any losses up to 50 bucks, and they are a great supporter of Player Profiler. Everything we do, this show in particular, is only possible because of Rival. RivalFantasy.com. The promo code is PLAYER. Love our friends over at Rival Fantasy. And we love that Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the media more for the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers, such an interesting cat. Such an interesting character. He wants to be the dark, brooding Mr. Misunderstood. But we all know that he's a diva, that he likes the spotlight, that he likes the attention, that he likes everyone talking about him. And so that is why Aaron Rodgers will be a guest speaker at a psychedelic science conference in Denver, Colorado. He will be speaking alongside Jaden Smith, the rapper, He'll be speaking alongside former Texas governor. I lost his name. It's not Rick Smith. That was the Texans GM. But anyways, Aaron Rodgers speaking alongside Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son, the rapper. And going to be talking about his psychedelic experience, the ayahuasca that opened his mind. I don't know if he'll admit to using any psychedelics on his time in the darkness retreat. We all assume he he did but we don't want to make any allegations accusations and we do not judge Aaron Rodgers for what he does in his spare time whatever he wants to do it's, it's a free country do what you want Aaron Rodgers have fun doing it but you also can't be upset when people talk about it because again it is a free country 
And Aaron Rodgers always makes a big deal about how he hates the media and how they're lying and how everything is twisted. So it's going to be fun in New York as he battles the media, but I think he's going to have fun doing it. I think we're going to have fun following it. And it sounds as though the Jets are having some fun with Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Whitehead, safety for the New York Jets, who they signed last year. He says that the buzz in the building with the New York Jets feels very much the same as when he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady came to the building. Just the energy, the elevated expectations, the new quarterback who is just a room commander. Aaron Rodgers has that aura around him, much like Tom Brady. So the New York Jets, they get that type of boost from Aaron Rodgers, not just the upgrade in quarterback, but the upgrade in the locker room, in the confidence. Jets are an exciting team, which is exactly why they will be on hard knocks. Unless some other team volunteers, the Jets will be chosen. Aaron Rodgers will be in the spotlight and it will be glorious. A team that will not be on hard knocks might never be on hard knocks because they are consistently so good. The Kyle Shanahan 49ers, but wouldn't that be interesting watching that quarterback competition with Brock Purdy walking up, working off to the side, trying to get healthy himself, trying to re-enter into the competition at quarterback? Because right now, we got an update from Ian Rappaport earlier today, and right now, Sam Darnold appears to have a slight edge in the quarterback composition competition over Trey Lance. And as we said last year, when it came to Baker Mayfield versus Sam Darnold, the fact that Baker Mayfield comes in and immediately looks as good as Sam Darnold, he's immediately doing the same things. It's an even competition. The fact that the new quarterback looks as good as the incumbent while learning on the job is not a good thing for the incumbent. So if Sam Darnold is looking good and he's looking as good as Trey Lance, that is a bad sign. Sam Darnold looking like he would be, would be the starting quarterback for the 49ers if Brock Purdy is not healthy for week one. But again, the 49ers keep giving us hints that they expect him back early, that they expect Brock Purdy to carry this team to perform early in the season. I don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be back for week one. I don't believe he will, but it's possible. And if there's a team that is going to rush a player back from injury, it is Kyle Shanahan's 49ers. So anything is possible. It's looking like it's Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold starting week one. Poor Trey Lance. And there wasn't much interest in Trey Lance on the trade market because no one wants to give up what it would require to get a quarterback that went third overall. It just doesn't make sense. This is where the Browns found themselves with Baker Mayfield, but it became so toxic knowing that Baker Mayfield versus Deshaun Watson was going to divide the locker room that they shipped him off for less than a first overall quarterback would usually get. And teams start making that mistake with Trey Lance. No one wants to cough that up. The 49ers aren't going to make this mistake of forcing Lance out either because at worst, you've got a backup quarterback or a third-string quarterback 
with some potential who could show out in the preseason and raise his value. And then maybe then you trade him. Maybe you capitalize on an injury such as Jimmy Garoppolo's foot. Maybe if Jimmy Garoppolo isn't ready week one, isn't ready to start the season, the Raiders trade for Trey Lance. And if you want to go and draft Trey Lance over on Underdog Fantasy, the pod father has the way to do it. Let's take a moment to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Now, many of you have already signed up. Thousands have signed up from Player Profile already over the years. Underdog has supported us since 2020. Much of what you see on Player Profiler is because of Underdog, because of their support. Get the Underdog app, plug in that promo code UNDERWORLD. I used to play Underdog just for the best ball drafts. I mean, the best ball drafts are amazing. These draft rooms fill so quickly, and you can win life-changing money. You want to take advantage of all the sleepers we talk about on this show? Well, what better place than in an underdog draft room to do that? And I recommend taking your underdog play to the next level by diving into their NFL pickums. It's important to correlate those NFL pickums. You can pick both the quarterbacks and the wide receivers to exceed expectations. Correlate them, and you can 5x your payout. Bada bing, bada boom. Underdog Fantasy, the promo code is Underworld. For an instant deposit match up to $100, underdog is the truest friend of the underworld. And the underworld absolutely loves underdog fantasy. And the underworld is happy with a move that Bill Belichick made. You know that doesn't happen often if you listen to Player Profiler today or any of Player Profiler. But Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback for the New England Patriots, we could not believe how far he fell. It shouldn't have happened. Christian Gonzalez, if he had gone to the Seattle Seahawks at five, no one bats an eye, but he ends up going to the Patriots at 17, an absolute steal. And from day one, he looks like the best cornerback on the field. Christian Gonzalez is athletic. He is a freak athlete. He is just the way he can move at his size. We showed you training camp clips earlier this offseason, and it was absolutely ridiculous. Christian Gonzalez is the real deal, and we're excited. We are excited to see what Christian Gonzalez can bring to the New England Patriots as he's the current cornerback, too, because Jack Jones, cornerback for the New England Patriots, he is under investigation. He brought two loaded guns to an airport. He says that he forgot about the guns. He has cooperated with the police immediately after. I don't want to get into any of that. We will let the legal process play out. He is facing multiple years in prison, but we also saw Quinn and Williams, I believe just last year, he stored a gun in a locker at, a, at an airport or something. Anyways, New York's laws are very strict and Quinn and Williams did not believe, not know he was in violation coming from Alabama and it just sort of went away. I'm not saying it's likely, but I'm saying it is possible that this Jack Jones story just sort of disappears. And we also have some better news with the Detroit lions. The lions have a new helmet that they have unveiled. They have unleashed this is the alternate helmet for the Detroit Lions. It is all blue, has the alternate logo on the side. And when you pair it with 
the the gray jerseys, not the silver jerseys, the silver dome in my head. When you pair it with the gray jerseys, it looks pretty fast. It looks pretty sleek. The Lions might also be redoing their uniforms this year or next year, so it will be fun to see how they pair that helmet with the new uniforms. I'm just saying, the Lions, everything is looking up for the Detroit Lions. This is a win of a new helmet. This is a win for the Detroit Lions as they have stacked win after win after win aside from drafting a running back and a linebacker in the first round. But it was still a good offseason for the Detroit Lions, and it continues with these new helmets. We also have some updates from the New York Jets, from Aaron Rodgers' teammates. Denzel Mims is on the roster bubble. Denzel Mims, in fact, is being pushed by undrafted free agent Jason Brownlee for a roster spot. And he's already the wide receiver five-ish because we've got Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Cole Hardman, Corey Davis. He's either wide receiver five or that's Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb's not getting cut, so that makes him kind of wide receiver six. And he could be off the roster. Could they trade Denzel Mims? We've been hoping that would happen for years. Or is it just over for the former Senior Bowl MVP? Disappointed. Other news from the New York Jets, though. We got an update from Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook wants to play with DeAndre Hopkins. We all know that. And Ian Rappaport believes that the New York Jets could make sense for Dalvin Cook. That with Brees Hall coming off the ACL, with this being a very small window for the the New York Jets to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, a one, two-year window, probably two. Maybe push it to three, but I doubt it. I think it's going to be a two and done for the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers, and he'll ride off into the sunset. But they can't afford to let Brees Hall just take his time to recover. They want a running back to help early, and Dalvin Cook could be that guy. And if the Jets wanted to call up DeAndre Hawkins, make it impossible for Denzel Mims to make it on the roster, well, DeAndre Hawkins being hanging out in New York, as we know, could the Jets land both Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins? Wouldn't that be something electric? That would just, oh, the, the Jets, their win total Vegas would jump because people would start betting on the Jets. Jets are a fun team. I can't wait to see them on Hard Knocks. It is going to be a fun, fun season of Hard Knocks when they pick the Jets. Less fun news. It is unfortunate, but ESPN is canceling the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max show starring Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, and Max Kellerman. This is ahead of more layoffs coming at ESPN starting next week. And we just hate to see it. We do not enjoy layoffs. We do not enjoy people losing their jobs. It is disappointing, especially when you see some of these bigger corporations allocate the funds in ways that aren't ideal and they spend a bunch of money and they have the money to spend but not on these employees it's just disappointing it's a mess we hate to see it but espn just making more moves making more decisions cutting more people and it's because network television just can't keep up with what independent outlets are able to do here live on youtube 
hey, you like that video, be sure to subscribe and activate those alerts so you get notified as soon as new videos drop. And be sure to check out playerprofiler.com. We have all the tools for you to dominate every type of fantasy league. We have a draft kit, Dynasty Deluxe, Data Analysis, DFS Dominator, and don't forget the player rankings to rule them all.